0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Kids Story Room. First off today, I'd like to send a huge thank you out to Adam and Victoria Morgan at Voiceovers on the Net, who have supported us via our busking hat at KidStoryRoom.com. You guys are amazing. Thank you. And if you're looking for professional, excellent quality voiceover content, you can't go past them. Check them out at voiceoversonthenet.net. Today's story is for Katrina. She wrote to us a while back and asked us for a story about a unicorn who loves to sing but has stage fright and how she gets through it. This story is a little longer than usual, about 25 minutes, so good for a car trip or an early bedtime story. Performing can be a scary thing. This is a story for all of us who've ever been so nervous that we thought maybe we just couldn't do it. Soraya's Song In a deep green magical forest lived a very young unicorn called Soraya. Soraya looked like a bright white horse, but with silver hooves and a silver mane and tail that sparkled stars when she swished them. Soraya also had a shimmering horn that emerged from her head right between her ears. This horn was silver too, and when the sunlight caught it, the horn fizzed and flecked with rainbow shards. All unicorns are mystical creatures, and often roam the land on their own. I'm not sure why that is. Perhaps if you had too many unicorns in one place, it would be too bedazzling to see anything. Anyway, Soraya's place was the forest, and in this forest, she had three favourite things to do. The first was to run. Soraya woke up every morning in a beautiful emerald green glade stretched her four long, white, muscly legs, scratched her ankles with her shimmering, rainbow-flecked, silvery horn, took six deep, delicious breaths of fresh morning forest air, whinnied the magnificent, tinkly unicorn whinny, shouted, yee to the world, and set off. Oh, how Soraya could run! Her legs became one unison flow of fierce energy as she streaked through the forest bounding over low-lying branches, skidding seamlessly round tight turns between trees and leaping long and high across babbling brooks and shrubs. If we were to sit in that particular forest, perhaps beside a tinkling stream, or even nestled in the branch of a big old comforting oak tree, I don't think we would even know that a unicorn lived there. If Soraya ran past us, we might notice a light shift in the breeze, or feel startled for a moment as we thought a white bird flew past us. But we wouldn't see Saraya's full form. That's how fast she could run. And that's how fast she loved to run. Sometimes Saraya would clip the edge of a tree branch or click a rock with one of her hooves and a little shower of rainbow pearlescent stars would erupt and pop and fade like bubbles into the air behind her. If you were lucky enough to see one of those little star eruptions, then you might imagine that perhaps a unicorn could live there because what other creature possesses such lovely magic? Well, you would be right, because a star dance is a sure sign of a unicorn. The second favourite thing Soraya loved to do was to swim. Not all unicorns love swimming, but Soraya did. Often after she had woken up and been running so swiftly for a long time, she liked to dive into a lake that was hidden in the deepest, darkest middle of the forest. The lake was bright blue and deep. Sorea would run right to the edge and leap out across the turquoise water, do three or four somersaults in the air high over the lake, and dive down, 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 down into the blue. Sometimes, She would just float under the water for a time, and then shoot back up to the surface and frolic on the edges of the lake. But sometimes she would light up her horn, a trick particular to the unicorn, and shine her light into the deepest depths of the pool. Down here under the water, watching colours from the light of her horn fizz and bubble, was when Soraya was at her calmest. It was her safe and happy place. The third favourite thing that Soraya loved to do was to sing. In fact, she loved singing just as much as running or diving down deep into the lake. Singing filled her heart with joy and her belly with warmth and her head with wonder. Soraya's song was a particularly beautiful one. Her singing voice was clear, strong, pure and true. She sang from her heart and she sang stories of the forest and of its many wonderful creatures. She sang songs of the lake and of its blue deep depths. She sang songs of the stars and the shapes they made in the sky and the stories they told with their twinkling. Soraya also sang a song of unicorns. Even though she roamed alone, she knew that out there somewhere there were others, and she called out to them with her voice, Wild and free, wild and free come and shine your light with me through the forests and over the seas send me a star on the breeze in her forest soraya saw many birds and insects squirrels and deer once even a big cat-like creature but never another unicorn she didn't know these creatures she was too shy to say hello but she knew they were all there, living near her. Soraya sometimes felt that she would like someone to sing to, or even someone to sing with her, but she didn't mind really. She just sang for the pure happiness it gave her to do so. Her favourite place to sing was beside the big blue lake. When she stood on the edge, shook the water out of her mane, which resulted in a spectacular star dance, took a deep breath and opened her mouth to sing, the pure, clear, haunting sound would bounce off the water and radiate out through the trees. One enchanting blue sky morning, as Soraya was singing by the lake, a flock of glossy, richly coloured parrots quietly landed in a nearby tree to listen. It's quite unusual for parrots to be quiet, but they were so quiet, Soraya didn't even hear them land. When she finished singing, the parrots erupted into a squawking, cheering hullabaloo. Soraya looked up into the tree. The parrots were clapping their wings and nodding their heads furiously at her. Bravo! Oh, excellent! That was jolly. You've got great pipes there, funny horse. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. I'm not a horse, though. I'm a unicorn. Of course you are! "'No horse could ever sing like that, I wouldn't have thought. "'What a nice voice you got, eh? "'Could you sing us another one? "'Just one more? "'Yeah, another one?' "'Soraya was overwhelmed with a strange, tingly sense of unease, "'but also of pleasure. "'She had never sung a song for anyone to listen to before, "'only to herself, "'and it was both lovely to feel that her song had been loved by the parrots, "'but it also made her feel nervous.' What if they didn't like the next song she sung? What if it wasn't as good? The parrots were leaping and squawking at her to sing again, sing again. Oh, come on, sing again. And Soraya looked up at them smiling. They were just the birds in the trees. They were her friends. Of course she could sing again for them. And she took a deep breath and sang a song up into the branches. As soon as Soraya started singing, the parrots became silent, focused, listening. Soraya had a little wobble in her voice for a moment as she realised that the parrots were giving her their full and undivided attention. But she closed her eyes and focused on the song she was singing, just for them, and the wobble disappeared, and her song was just as beautiful as ever. More? Again, go on, give us another one! The parrots chirped when she had finished. They would have had Soraya stay and sing all day. But Soraya was tired after her wild, fast and free morning and she bowed her head to the parrots in thanks for their appreciation of her songs and dug her hooves into the earth and galloped home to her glade. The next morning, Soraya woke as usual, stretched, breathed, scratched, yee-hard and whinnied. Then she ran and ran and ran until she got to the big blue lake, where she dived right in and swam. As she swam, she thought about the parrots, and wondered if they would be in the branches to listen to her song today. A part of her would like them to be there. It felt really great to have friends around who wanted to listen to her song. Another part of her felt uncertain, perhaps a little nervous of them being there, because it felt as though she had to sing to make them happy, rather than just singing to make herself happy. It was a funny feeling, feeling a little uncertain about something that she really loved so very much. But there it was, a creeping, niggly feeling that felt as though it was eating away at her tummy. When she finally emerged from the lake and had shaken her mane into a star dance, she looked up into the trees around her. There was not a parrot in sight. Suddenly, Soraya felt very sad why didn't they come today? Perhaps they didn't really like her singing and had only been pretending. She didn't realise how much she had actually wanted them to be there to share in her song. Oh well, she said to herself, my songs were only really ever for me anyway. And she took a deep breath and began to sing. There was a slightly sad tone in her song that morning, but it was no less beautiful. As Soraya sang this day, she was watching the water, singing her song into the lake. She didn't notice the creatures beginning to appear quietly around her. First the parrots landed, ever so quietly in the same tree as the day before. Then more birds silently drifted down onto the branches of the other trees. The parrots had spread the word about Soraya's song, and all the creatures of the forest had come to listen. The deer gently trod their way toward the edge of the water. The squirrels clung silently to the branches of trees nearby. Two jaguars stealthily crept through the foliage on the other side of the lake and watched and listened from behind a bush. The forest around the lake was soon alive with quiet, listening creatures, all absorbed in Saraya's song. When her song ended, the animals of the forest cheered and whooped their appreciation. The ruckus so startled Soraya, who had been lost far away in her song, that her heart skipped a beat. She looked up and saw all the creatures of the forest applauding her. Where had they all come from? Soraya looked up into the nearest tree and saw her parrot friends nodding and squawking. Oh, We told everyone, yes we did, told them not to miss it. You got the goods there, unicorn, got the goods. Thank you, mumbled Soraya in the general direction of the lake and the creatures. She was overwhelmed by all the attention. She was normally such a lonesome creature, and now here were all the creatures of the forest watching her. Soraya bowed her head and felt the same sense of exhilaration and unease. It was such an unusual feeling for her, to have others watching her and listening to her. She liked it, but part of her feared it too. When Soraya arrived back to her glade that afternoon, she wondered what tomorrow would bring. Would they all come to listen to her again? What song should she sing if they did? What would they all like to hear? What if the same song the parrots liked, the deer didn't? Or the big cat-like creatures, what if her song made them angry? She was a little intimidated by them, even though they'd never tried to chase her. She was too fast, she knew that but still they were so fierce. Or, what if no one came? Or what if they came, but they walked away halfway through? She felt that if that happened, she would never be able to sing again. Soraya worried all afternoon and all through the night. She didn't sleep a wink. And when the dawn came, she felt frazzled and sketchy. She found she couldn't breathe properly when she stretched, and her chest felt heavy. She ran, as usual, all throughout the forest, but she didn't run as fast. She swam in the lake, but she didn't want to stay under the water because her chest and tummy felt so uncomfortable. When she came out of the lake and shook herself off, she looked all around her at the edge of the lake and up into the trees above. Sure enough, there were creatures everywhere, all around the lake, sitting and waiting for her, and up in the trees There wasn't a spare branch to be found. The trees were all bending under the weight of thousands of birds, all come to hear Soraya's song. And there, under the tree next to her, shining silver with rainbow shards, was another unicorn, glowing and star-dancing, watching her, waiting and smiling. Soraya was startled and shocked. After all these years of wanting to meet another unicorn, "'Suddenly here one was before her, and she was magnificent.' "'What are you doing here?' Soraya managed to ask through trembling lips. "'I have heard your song on the wind,' said the unicorn. "'I have come to watch and to listen to you sing.' "'Oh!' mumbled Soraya. "'Oh!' She looked up into the tree. The parrots were dancing and flapping their wings at her in encouragement. Go on, you can do it. It's easy. Just sing. Just open your beak and let it out. But Soraya's mouth had gone dry, and her stomach had wound itself into a knot so tight that she couldn't even whinny or speak a word, let alone sing. Soraya felt dizzy. She bowed her head in apology to the other creatures and backed away into the protection of the forest. As soon as she was out of sight, she ran and ran until she got back to her glade, where she crawled beneath the wide fronds of a fern to hide away from the world. Soraya stayed there all that day and night and all the next day. She didn't run. She didn't swim. She didn't even make a sound. Soraya felt so sad and terrible. She wanted to sing. She loved to sing. So why did it scare her so much that others wanted to listen to her? It should be a nice thing to share a song, rather than to just keep it all to yourself. What was she so scared of? I'm scared of others listening. I just can't do it. Soraya wept herself to sleep, her tears rolling like tiny stars down her nose. On the morning of the next day, Soraya woke, still feeling sad, but not so scared anymore her body was stiff and needed stretching she wanted to run she crawled out from under the fern stretched and scratched and whinnied and ran she couldn't quite muster a yeehaw and she couldn't run very fast her breath kept catching and she tripped a couple of times which was unlike her but still it felt good to run and by the time she got to the lake she was feeling much better and dived straight in and swam and swam until her legs were exhausted and she crawled up onto the bank to rest. She looked around her at the edge of the lake and up into the trees. There was not a bird or another creature to be seen. She was all alone. Relief washed over her. It was over. They had all gone, and she was free to sing on her own once more. She still felt sad, though, as though she had something to share, but had no one at all to share it with. And sitting there on the edge of the lake, feeling lonely and sad, she started to sing. She couldn't help it. It just welled up from inside her and came bursting out. A song of fear and anger and loneliness and sadness all wound up in one. When she finished singing, she rolled over a few times in the mud on the edge of the lake, stood and shook herself. She felt much better, free again, and happy. As she opened her eyes after shaking out her mane, she found herself looking straight into the eyes of the unicorn who had so startled her two days before. Immediately, Sireya began to tremble, and her mouth went dry and her tummy felt ill, and she wanted to run away. I'm sorry. I thought you were gone. I, I mean, I thought I was alone, mumbled Sireya. "'My name is Yildiz,' said the unicorn. "'I'm Serea. "'I didn't know there were other unicorns near. "'I've never met another before. "'I come from far away. "'Your song called me here. "'Why are you scared, Serea? "'Your voice is rare and true.' "'I don't know,' said Soraya. "'I suppose I've just been so used to singing on my own that "'I don't know how to sing in front of others.' It makes me feel very strange, and a bit sick. It's just nerves, said Yildiz. We all feel nervous sometimes, and it's always worse when you have others who want to listen to you. But you love to sing, am I right? Yes, I do. It makes me feel calm and happy when I'm on my own. Have you ever thought that perhaps that calm and happy feeling that it gives you to sing might be what others feel when they are allowed to listen to you. You can share that happiness with us. We want to listen. Won't you try and share it with us? Please? Yildiz looked at Serea and swished her tail. A sparkle of stars flicked out and made a rainbow in front of Serea's eyes. Serea laughed. She'd never seen that before. She knew she could do it herself, but by the time she had looked around behind her, the stars had all but disappeared. It was so good to meet Yildas. She felt calmer than she had in days. She actually wanted to sing now. I'd like to sing for you now. I feel better having met you, not so different and alone. What sort of song would you like to hear? Any song that you want to sing, said Yildas, smiling and she lifted her head and let out a magnificent whinny that echoed throughout the forest. In a moment, the forest around the lake was filled again with creatures of all sizes and the trees above laden with the onset of thousands of birds. Soraya's stomach seized again. She turned in horror to Yildiz. I meant I could sing for you, just for you, not for all the creatures. It's, It's too much, I can't do it and she started to back away into the forest. "'Soraya, wait!' called Yildiz. "'Tell me, what do you love?' "'I love to run.' "'And?' "'I love to swim.' "'And?' "'I love to sing.' "'Then sing. "'And love it. "'We are here to love it, too. "'But... "'What if you hate it?' "'What does that matter?' You sing because you love it, and let us listen. It doesn't matter what others think. If you sing with your joy, we will feel it. Please, Soraya, sing for us. And the creatures around the lake erupted in a cacophony of agreement for a moment, and then all was silent as they waited in anticipation. Soraya tried to open her mouth, but still no sound came out. She was frozen. Yildas walked toward her. Saraya, she whispered. Breathe, just breathe. And think about what it's like when you're running. That freedom, that power, that speed. And when you dive into the lake, shine your light, Saraya. And breathe. Saraya closed her eyes and took three deep breaths just like the ones she took first thing in the morning before she ran. Then she imagined running, breathing and running, breathing and running, and in her mind she dived deep into the lake and her horn ignited with light and shone on the world around her. Surreya opened her eyes and the light shining from her horn was so bright that she couldn't see anything through the brilliant coloured haze. She relaxed into that familiar place, And suddenly her body released and filled with a lightness and happiness from deep inside her and carried up from within came her song, bursting out of her in a call of wonder and jubilation and triumph. She sang and sang, her voice stronger and more striking than it had ever been. And as her voice rang out through the forest, the creatures cheered, the birds clapped their wings in a frenzy of glee and Yildas whinnied in sparkling rapture. Soraya sang her happiness out into the forest, and the creatures took up her joy and shared it with her. When she finished her song, she felt calm and happy. The creatures came to thank her, and she thanked them in turn for listening. She made many friends that day, not only the parrots in the tree above her, but all the other birds too – the deer, the squirrels, the beetles, the rabbits. Even the two big cat-like creatures came up to her and stared at her with their fierce green eyes. "'Thank you for listening,' Soraya murmured to them, poised and ready to run in case they decided they wanted to eat her. "'Thank you for singing,' growled the cats. "'What sort of creatures are you?' asked Soraya. "'We're jaguars,' growled the biggest of the pair. "'We love singing too. "'If you ever want to join us, well, that'd be something special. I would love to, smiled Soraya and looked over toward Yildiz. Yildiz winked at her and began to back away into the trees. Where are you going? called Soraya after her. Home. This is your place, Soraya, and you've found your family and your voice. You don't need me any more." But I've only just met you, and I've never met another unicorn before. What if I never see you again? Of course you will. A unicorn's life is long, and our paths will cross many times. And remember, I can always hear your song on the wind. When you need me, I will come. And with that, Yildas disappeared in a flash of silvered light. Hmm, unicorns growled one of the jaguars, always disappearing. So, Soraya, you want to sing with us sometimes? There's monkeys, deer, squirrel, and a couple of peacocks too, but we'd be sure happy to have you along. Soraya smiled, her heart full to bursting. Yes, she said to the jaguars. I would love to sing with you.